Welcome to Beholder's Eye Season 2. Evil is consuming the multiverse. Only the Chaos Quartet. Zalara of Sin Ilnor. Blessed of Shamhara. World protecting. Elven Druid Monk. Garen Kelso. Dimension hopping Vagabond. High Elf Bladesinger. APU Warforged Fighter. Siobhan. The Half Mud Huntress. And the Crucian Crew. Usk. Lizard Man Druid. Rosie Hanna Iron Cold Lee Green Roblex Bluebeard. AKA Rosie. Gnome Artificer Bard. Lynn. The Ever Changing Performer. Drathan. Inspiring Leader. Scourge Azamar. Paladin of the Ancients. Can save reality from utter destruction. All right, who wants to let us know what happened last episode? I can. So last episode with the Chaos Quartet, we continued to try and find the somewhat invisible shape-shifting slot person. Um, Siobhan resolved that it situation completely um not by just killing everybody that looked like the same person until the slot was dead um but by very systematically determining and investigating who was indeed the slot we then found out that our our good friend anna is also a slot a gray slot and like the leader of a former clan and hates cavalian because they're trying to impose rules on slot kind of and taking over all of their 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 stones when they're being born at the spawning stone so that's fun uh, makes me love cavalian way more <coughs> um and that was mostly it we did a lot of talking about what we're going to do about cavalian and a lot of just shooting people until the situation was resolved yep that's about it so um we did end last time with drena calling out to you because she didn't want to get close um and get shot by the ward that you had put up that uh, they had arrived near the uh, dead god and if you wanted to exit now would be the time and so that's where we'll pick up you guys are in the navigation room you're with anna and you just heard that from drena i guess we should have talked about this before but what should we expect once we get there i i expected a very powerful wizard yes yes but do we travel to the wizard or is he just there the spawning stone is it just outside and it says the spawning stone is out here as well though a little further out than the dead god cavalian has taken up residence in the dead god i would like to see what's up there um perhaps we should just go to the deck of the ship and take a look at what we've got ahead of us sure sounds good to me sounds like a plan do you have to let out your ward not not for us to walk up there, no? Hmm, excellent. Um, yeah, because all of you, um, you guys would all know, because I would have told you, all of you are immune, as well as Anna, to the ward of the, the flying arrows that did one damage last time. So it doesn't really even <laughs> matter for normal people. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> um, should one of us stay here and make sure Anna doesn't die? Is she dying? Well, things have been systematically trying to kill her for the last little while, so... Um, I can stay. 
Okay. Okay. Thanks, AP. No problem. So everyone else goes up to the deck of the ship, and you see the roiling chaos out there of the chaos plane. In front of you is, you see the enormous body of this floating dead god. It looks like a almost a, mummifi- a mummified body out there floating. It's massive. Um, the eyes are gone, and some of the skin is no longer on the body itself. Um, but it is floating there in this space. You do see also, um, it would be from, it would be, I guess, from your point of view off to the left, you see what it, it can only be the spawning stone. You see, and, and it's hard to actually see. You just see this roiling chaos of smoke and fire, and the, but there is a light that keeps shining through. Um, it's obviously much further away, though the closest thing to the dead god out here with any kind of substance. Igor says, mm. well, this is as far as we go. Mm-hmm. Um, um. We're still pretty far away, yes? Yes, but if we get any closer, we'll be sucked into the god itself and and could fall apart. So what happens to us if we step foot on the dead god? Do we not also fall apart? Well, I I, I don't know. Um, How strong is your will? Mm. I'm an alcoholic, so not very. I I very (laughs) firmly believe I exist. I thought it was the storms that made people fall apart. I'm confused. The storms? Chaos itself out here will make you fall apart, but this is such a strong concentration of chaos that it will pull this apart if we get much closer. Okay, so how does one explore the dead god? I would say... Actually, give me a an intelligence roll. Anyone or just... Anybody who's thinking about this, yeah. Nine. <laughs> sure, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. That sounds, that sounds fun. Um, Seventeen. Three. (laughs) (laughs) All right, DC 10. I thought this was going to be super easy. Um, (laughs) But, so, uh, Garen, you realize that thinking about what the, you've seen the slot do where they actually create ground under them as they run through the chaos, that's probably the best approach for you. Oh. (laughs) Well, we did see the slot just create land underneath its feet as it ran, so. Oh, yeah. Why not us? How? You just think about it. There should be ground under my feet, and there is. Yeah, like this. You know, you just walk upstairs off of the deck like this. I'm going to try walk upstairs off the deck. Just like step. And I'm going to be prepared to grab him. So are you going to create steps and walk up it? I'm, I'm, so very specifically, I think what Siobhan is picturing is that she's stepping up onto just that there's, she's just expecting that as she steps up, that there's a ledge there for her to catch her foot so that she can just step up into the air. Okay. Um, Yeah. Give me a DC 10 intelligence roll. 15. All right. You see Siobhan raise her foot up, and then part of the ship actually just seems to grow up and meet her foot as it starts to come down, and she steps up. Yeah. Like like this, I guess. Um, You just believe it hard enough, and there's ground there. In our heads, I'll say... We were supposed to bring Anna with us, yes? Yes, she has a much greater degree of control than we do. Um, uh, APU, 
Perhaps it's time to bring Anna up, yes? AP will turn to Anna. Shall we go to the deck? Yes, make sure... I will follow you in a moment. Make sure that the rest of the crew understands I'll, I will be leaving my post. And then once they're ready to keep the ship together, I will come back up. And I'll relay that through the head. So make, make sure the crew is ready for Anna to depart. Hey, everybody. I ah. uh, believe that the ship exists because Anna's walking away from where she's supposed to be. <laughs> So the three of them nod, sit down, and begin meditating together to hold the ship together. And I'm assuming you relay that information to APU, and then Anna comes up with APU. Yeah, he, he doesn't just stay down in the navigation room on his talk. <laughs> okay. Well, Anna, where do we begin? Well, we should walk to the dead god. We'll want to enter through his head. Um, one way or the other, you can see which way we, Which way do we want to go. We can enter through his ears or his mouth, his nose, the eye sockets. Through the eyes seems best. <laughs> that was, yeah, yeah. They say sure. the eyes are the passage to the soul, right? <laughs> Indeed. So Anna says, all right, we need to make sure the, the winds of chaos are extremely strong out here because of the soul stone. So we must concentrate to make sure that we can get there as quickly as possible. To do so, and here I'll just give you guys the game mechanics here of what we're going to do. So, you're going to have to make a number of intelligence checks as you make your way uh, to the dead god. And the number of checks you make depends on how well you make this upcoming roll. So, you can have a total of 10 checks. I'm going to make you make a intelligence check first. So for every point you get above a DC 10, that takes off one intelligence check you have to make to get to the dead god. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, I, I get I, I get the ru the rule. Uh -huh. I'm not hopeful. <laughs> okay. Uh, I shoot things. I don't think well. <laughs> I know. This is going to be so fun. All right. So um, let's just do this in order for the first check. Or not in order. Let's just do it. Um, so let's go with Siobhan first. Give me your intelligence DC 10 check to see how many how many checks you have to make to make it to the dead god. Okay, Siobhan. I'm counting on you. 19! So wow. only one. You only have to make one check <laughs> to get to the dead god. All right, so go ahead. And Siobhan starts thinking about it. She steps out into the winds of chaos, creating land under her as she makes the way there. At one point, the chaos over seems to overwhelm her and start to lose a little bit of uh, your, your steadiness there. You realize you could be in trouble here, so go ahead and give me a DC-10 intelligence check. Uh, that's a fail at a two. All right, take one uh, point of exhaustion, or one level of exhaustion. Ooh, okay, okay. All right, so let's go with um, APU. You're next. Give me the first DC intelligence check to see how long. So 18. Holy crap. All right, you only have to make two. All right, so you make your way out there. Once again, the chaos, uh, the, the winds of chaos seem to be you know, really harsh against you. Go ahead and give me another intelligence check. 17. All right, you pass that one, and you realize you're almost there. Hit, hit it again. Uh, six. Okay, take one point, one level of exhaustion. Yep. So, now it's your turn, Zalara. Give me that first check. Twelve. Okay, so you have to make eight checks. So let's just go through the first one. You make it out there, and very quickly, chaos seems to... And I got an eleven. All right, so you pass that one. Let's go to number seven. Ten. Ten. All right, let's go down to the six. Sixteen. All right, the fifth check you have to make. Fifteen. All right, the fourth. Seventeen. All right, the third. Twelve. Okay. Second? 
nine. Take one level of exhaustion. <sighs> one more. Okay. The final one. Six. Two levels of exhaustion. Ooh. Okay, so she can only run like 50 feet around. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> All right. And last but not least, Garen, let's give you that first roll. All right. See how the smartest person does. <laughs> 22. Garen never has to make a check. He just makes it completely across. <laughs> His willpower is strong. I oh, loved man. that. That was really good. Thank you. <laughs> you guys look like crap. That was very difficult. I. How did you do it so easily? I thought I should be over there, and I did. I am here now. <sighs> well, moving along then, I guess. Did Anna make it? Anna made it, yes. <laughs> I figured. And as you all step onto the face of the dead god. I think now would be a great time to talk about the fact that we leveled up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So, APU, why don't you tell us a little bit about your, your, your now level 11. What does that look like? So, level 11 for a fighter. It's very straightforward. It's just an extra attack. Uh, and up, up on my hit points a little bit. Apart from that, it's a, it's a dull level up, but fighters are not always the most interesting levels. All that's right. three attacks. That's, that's a lot. That's huge. All right, how about Zalara? What are we seeing on Zalara? Uh, I took Monk level 7 this time, uh, which gives me evasion uh, so I can dodge fireballs, which Hibonite's not with us anymore, so maybe it's not as big of a deal. But uh, And then stillness of mind so that I can not be frightened and uh, an extra key point and some hit points. Nice. All right, Garen, how about you? Um, So I got... Uh, Six level spell slot, but I didn't take any six level spells. Um, I instead took Wall of Stone and finally Counter Spell. Oh, nice. Nice. And I think I got like three hit points. So. <laughs> All right. And how about Siobhan? Since I'm rolling them now, I got four hit points this level, which is nice. Um, and took an extra level of a fighter to get Action Surge. Very um, nice. So, yeah, that's only like six shots in the first round if I use it first round of combat. Um, you know, at advantage, auto-critting. Um, so we, we won't have to worry about killing stuff now. Okay. At least one thing. We can kill one thing, maybe. Unless it's got like a billion hit points, which I, we're on a dead god now, so all, all bets are off. All right. So you do land on the dead god. You're standing there, and then you notice a symbol appears out of nowhere. It, it looks very similar for Garen and Zalara to the symbol they saw when they first entered the infinite staircase. And once again, you see a uh, creature that's the body of a woman with the tail of a snake and the wings of an angel wearing a mask appears in front of you. And it says, Welcome, travelers. You are standing on one of the keys to the fabric of reality, or a reality. You may enter the dead god. Thank you. You must choose a path, though. Each path comes with a price. That is all. And what is the price for each path? Depending on which way you go, you lose communication, you lose memories, or you lose sight. That is terrible. Ah. Yes, but the tribunal does not want many people messing with the gods directly. Well, we did not plan on messing with the god itself. You were standing on the god. But not messing with it. Which path is which? Which path is which? If you go through the eyes, you will become blind. If you go through the ears or the mouth, you will lose all ability to communicate with each other. 
And since smell is tied mostly to memory, if you go through the nose, you will lose some memories. We don't have to do this, right? This is a terrible cost. Is it permanent? It may be. We don't have to pick the same route, right? You do not. AAP, you and I are good not talking, yes? I am good with losing memories as I have very few. When you say all communications, is it the physical? Yes. Every motion you make to each other to indicate anything will come across as gibberish in the mind of the recipient. Hmm. That includes uh, magical okay, so that communication. Like sign language as well, just making symbols. That's not good for a battle master. Well, I suppose that's the best for me as well. Maybe? Uh, I assume my spells are not communicating with anyone else. Yes, so... My, my eyes and my memories are all I have. There's a lot I'd like to forget. How much memory do we lose? That will be determined by your willpower. Hmm. Uh, I know which way I'm going. I too have made my mind up. Zilara? Ah, uh, they're all terrible. Um. <laughs> yes. If I go for memories, Zilara could potentially not remember why she's here and what the point of the whole saving the world thing is. And she's really the only one of the group that knows what's going on at the moment. Um, losing sight uh, is real bad when you're, you know, using monk powers to try to punch people. Um, and losing communication. Oh, I guess communication. Yeah, I guess. See if the telepathic thing still works. Probably not, but... I I guess I'm... Uh, these are not choices I want to make, but I, I, I guess talking, if that's what goes. How, how bad do you want to see this mysterious wizard? How am I going to talk to him when I get there? Uh, you know what? What if you chaos. write out your questions beforehand, and then someone who's not losing their ability to speak go um, ask them? We also don't know if all of these paths lead to the same location. Do they? Angel, snake, woman, mask lady, person, thing? My name is Tamsin, and yes. I like and it. And eventually oh. they all do. It is, the dead god is mainly a giant husk. Mainly? Meaning not entirely? No, not Are there entirely. others within the god? Yes. How many? As of now, there are 30 or 40. It is shifting a little bit. Well, I think we all chose communication, yes? Uh, I chose memory. Great choice, by the way, everybody, for our audio podcast, not being able to talk to each other. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, no, you guys can still talk, remember? You just <laughs> can't understand each other. They can't understand I'm, I'm, go- I'm going through memory. All right. AP's going through memory? Yeah. Oh. So, all right. I don't want, I don't want I AP to be by himself. I know. I would go, but I think I might lose spell slots or spells. <laughs> None of my still want that. Me to remember things. So intuition. Okay. So APU being the decisive one, you find yourself at the foot of the nose, and you enter. <laughs> <laughs> He's like laying around his back. I, you know, whatever. You know what I mean. I understand what you <laughs> mean. Imagine it really in your own phrase. way. Okay. The, the nose. <laughs> rises gracefully into the sky like a great mountain in front of him Mm -hmm. and he enters by the foot of the nose the foot of the nose yes the the great cavernous nose you see the um, divine hair of the nose (laughs) the nostrils and you enter through it and give me a gelatinous cube booger trap (laughs) give me a um Give me a DC 15 wisdom save. Wisdom, I have a positive. 21. Okay. So, 
you can with this one you will with that grade of a score you will just forget your childhood up until the age of 15 so for APU not not too bad <laughs> I mean never it's, gonna it's remember mostly, that it's mostly a region he didn't remember anyway <laughs> yeah he's created for wars <laughs> yeah okay all right so who, who's entering uh, everybody else entering either the mouth or the ears which way are you guys going the ears right? mouth is pretty close to the nose you know I is the mouth the mouth communication and the, one? The mouth and the ears are both the same. Or they both are. They're both communication. Oh, okay. It's just there's different things just depending for, on which way you go. Just for the communication part of it, if they go through the communication section, they don't lose spell casting abilities, right? Like no, 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 They can still. They just. You, yeah, it's just like the we, end of we the can tower speak. Battle. We just can't communicate. Um, mouth sounds fine to me. I'm still debating. AP's gone all the way up in that nose by himself, and I. <laughs> You know AP's good on his own. Nothing, nothing hurt him. He's had a scratch, and that's mentally traumatized him, but that's all that's happened to him. <laughs> yeah, but... He was really going through the memory cavern just to try to re- not remember the traumatic scratch that he received. Yeah, I just wanted to get rid of the scratch, that's all. That was the whole purpose he went through. <laughs> no, but that's going to be even more traumatizing, because he's going to wake up the next day, and he's going to go, Oh my god, I've got a scratch! Because, you know, we d- already determined it didn't buff out. Um, Where did this come from? Um, okay, yeah, go on. All right. Yeah, in so, the mouth. So you enter into the mouth, and automatically you guys feel really not too much. You, you do enter the mouth. You look down and realize it's going to be a drop. So you go past the lips, slide past the lips, and you're standing on the teeth of the dead god, looking down into the dark cavernous well of its mouth. You can see the tongue kind of lolling back, a little bit decaying. Well, and Anna turns to you and says, Exactly. Yep. It, that's right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to just start climbing down because there's no, no point in talking about it. Speak with action. I just jump. How far down is it? Um, to land on the tongue um, is going to be 100 feet. Uh-huh, actually. All right. I'm going to cast Featherfall on all of us, and then I'm just going to jump down and float down gently. Okay. You are able to do so. And you, the rest of you, the, the two others of you, see him float down. I'm going to continue to try climbing because I wouldn't assume that he cast that on me. Well, you would have seen me cast it, though. Like, I can... And you do know I am a mage, so... Whether the I don't amount know I know, I, I know personally with Siobhan, the amount she would actually know about spells is like borderline. Like, oh yeah, people do magic stuff. Uh, I, she's gonna take the safe path and try and climb. And you've saved me if I fall. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead and uh, just give me a, a quick either athletics or acrobatics check, whichever's better for you. Cool. Um, twenty-two for acrobatics. Okay, yeah, you're able to make that climb down very safely. So, Laura, how are you getting down? You just jumping? Oh, I'm jumping. Yeah. Okay. So, Laura jumps, as does Anna, and you all land on the tongue, which is, as I said, decaying slightly. As you do, all of you are there, and you'll hear this as well, APU. You'll hear a voice that says, Welcome, travelers. I welcome you to my domain. You are free to speak with me if you so choose all you have to do is turn the slot over to me and who are you do we recognize this voice it sounds uh there's some similar timbre to it as you would remember um whenever lorenzo was 
possessed. So it sounds similar to Gavalian. It's it's a little bit more youthful, high, higher pitched. Who, who are you? My name is Gavalian. I am the one here to save this realm. You have a terrorist with you. You want Anna? Yes, if you give her over to me, then we will we will be more than happy to put you up for the day or night, however long you'd like to stay, and we can sit down and enjoy a nice meal. Hmm. I assume that all of this is in our heads. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a deal. Just because we didn't try it, I'll, in our mind link, I'll ask Zalara, uh, can you hear me? Do you understand me? In Zalara, you hear cookie, but nerf turds. You want Anna. Previously, you said you wanted the heart. What are you talking about? Well, we can discuss that over dinner. Do we hear the whole conversation that everyone's having? So I hear... Okay, so we only hear between us. So Siobhan disappears. Okay. Um, um, can you grant us passage back to our realm if we agree to this? Yes. And then, because I don't know Zalara saying anything, or what she's saying, <laughs> I'll say, Anna is our way back. She holds the ship together while she pilots. Will you be able to do that for us? I can. Or I can send you directly home. Oh, that's even better, yes. Mm. Can you ensure my friend's safety and re- 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 um, restore their ability to communicate? Yes, I will be happy to do that. And your memories, too. We have another companion. Uh, he's lost somewhere in the nose. Can you bring him to us? As long as he agrees to my terms. I, we might need him for this fight. I do not know how powerful Anna is. And as I'm saying that, I want to look at Anna and see if she actually understands what I'm saying. She has no clue. Because I am all for that. Can I know? I assume you are communi- communicating with the others. I am. Have they? Is there a consensus? There's been one decision made. And as you guys are thinking this, um, in the those of you in the mouth, you see like little almost pores from the bottom of the decaying tongue open up and you see these creatures who seem to be made of some kind of flesh who stand up and start to surround Zalara, Garen, and Anna. Are those so you yours? can guarantee us passage back to our world without having to worry about a ship if all we and all we have to do is hand over Anna to you. It's that simple. Okay. And Zalara disappears. I am all for it, yes. Garen also disappears. And then we see, standing in the forest of nose hair, forgetting about his childhood. (laughs) (laughs) If you can ensure my friend's safety and restore their ability to communicate when I next see them, I'm all in. All right. So all of you appear in a cavernous room. In the center of the room, there there is an elaborate table. Um, you see a large throne in the middle of the room that is built and sort of forms into what can only be described as a gigantic heart. And you realize you're standing in the heart of the dead god. Is the heart beating? Or is it very, dead? very slowly. And you can see almost like a little electricity kind of shoot through it very faintly. But you're able to see that. And you see a young man, really just uh, basically a, like a 15-year-old, 16-year-old boy sitting on the throne itself. He's got slod all around him. You see you see three gray slod standing around him. And then um, there are five of the blue and three of the red. The tongue creatures you saw appear kind of out of the ground, uh, the flesh creatures, and they're holding a gray slot, which you assume to be Anna from the way it's struggling. And Cavalian walks over to her and says, oh, this has been a fun little game, hasn't it? 
well, order shall be restored to chaos. And then he takes out a device, goes to the back of her head, and cuts her open with it. And there's like some prongs that come out and pull out a stone from the back of her head. And then he just stands there and they let go. The flesh creatures let go of Anna. And she seems to be almost zombified as all the other slod in the throne room are. Interesting. Well, that's what's interesting. Everybody's there, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Can we understand each other now? As soon as Garen said, well, that was interesting, everybody understands that, yes. Oh, good, we can talk again. Yes, APU. And in, in our head, I'll say, APU, how much did you lose? Nothing important. Excellent. You remember us, yes? Who are you? I, I do. <laughs> good one. All right, Cavalian. Yes. Thank so you. So when for- you say you are trying, oh, yes, of course. She is nothing to us, really, I guess. Um, well, not anymore, she's you are going to, <laughs> yes. When you say you are going to restore order to this plane, is that what you said? Yes. Like to the realm of chaos, you are going to restore order? I will bring order to the realm of chaos, and it will allow chaos throughout the universe to disappear. It will be an orderly universe. Hmm. That seems ambitious. Yes, but I've been put here by creation. Who is more brilliant or more powerful than I? I resided here in this dead god, and I am yet a boy. Well, this side of you is, yes. What about the half that split off? What do you mean? Abernathy. And in our heads, I'm like, that's that's right, yes? Zolara? Yes, Abernathy. He is a man in a city uh, on whatever you call our particular uh, planet. Are you familiar with where I'm from? Yes, yes I am. There's a man named Abernathy, who is your other half. Do you remember that? I have no recollection of this at all, no. He had come here with uh, some halfling people. Um, A dwarf, no, wait, no, she stayed on the other side, on the gate. Oh, and some elves. Two halflings and two elves Hmm. had come here. That sounds familiar to me. The halfling woman gave birth. No, I think I would remember that. I think it was before you entered the chaos, perhaps. I doubt that. I, I've been here most of my life. I came from nowhere else. You were born of chaos? No, I was born of order. And if you were here... born of order, how could you have been here? Well, obviously, Zalara, they were born of order in order to impose this order upon this chaos. Level it out, so to say. Um... So you said you're able to send us home. Would you be able to maybe take somebody from our home? I I could open the pathway and then you could take them. Would you like to meet this other half that the others are proposing? This is intriguing. I don't know what you're talking about, though. Well, the impression I was given is that if the two of you met, that you would have power beyond measure and could change whatever you wanted for us. Change whatever I wanted for you? If the two of us met? To what end? To bring... He is a powerful wizard of his own right and is able to do things that I, um, I, I don't fully understand on our side of things. I think if the two of you met, if you really are two halves of the same person, the amount of power that you would have over this chaos would be immense, even more than you currently have. Give me a, a persuasion roll with advantage. With my whole 10 for charisma. <sighs> That's an eight. That, it's very intriguing. I, here's the thing. To accomplish what I need to hear, I need that piece of the heart that is on your wrist. 
To what end? So that I may take over the body of this dead god fully and make him a living god. The power of a god with the mind of a brilliant wizard here to bring order to chaos. Can you imagine? What god is this? This is Hathor, the once great elven Ah. god. Seems a little big for an elf. Well, he's the god of the elves. He doesn't have to be an elf himself. Ah. This is Hathor? Yes, we are standing in right here. Can I look around at the heart? Does it look like pieces are missing? It looks like, as, as you are looking at it, you notice that the kind of electrical paths it seemed to take aren't like veins so much as it seems like there are fissures that have been slowly put together over time. And we, we established previously, it's, it was a long time ago, uh, with the other person who wasn't fully a demon yet. That's also because of Hathor, right? Mm-hmm. That's, I'm assuming I'd know that. Because they knew that. Um, I, I'm 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 a demon, Ben. Um. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> as we went wait. Through some of the body, it was already decaying. So yes. Uh, it's already so. So it's how many creatures in the chamber with us, by the way? Just for APU's mind. So you've got the um, three gray slot. You've got Anna now. You've got five blue, and you've got three red. Um. Who is in our heads? I'm gonna say who is Hathor. Hathor was the god who gave his heart to help contain uh, Anatana when she was um, trying to destroy the world that we live in. The, the world. So the, bringing him back would be good, yes. The red, the red demons uh, hate him. Bring it on, then. Yes. You, you are, are you saying any of this out loud? No, it's all in our heads. All in our heads. Um, I was, I the angel where we entered said not to mess with gods. Do we want to piss them off? We don't even know who they are, right? Out loud. The tribunal uh, the angel spoke of when we walked in, are you mm-hmm. it? Or is there more? No, no, the tribunal, no. As I understand the tribunal, they are off somewhere being the point of creation and destruction. Do you know who makes up the tribunal? Well, it, it would be good and evil, law and chaos. Okay, but I mean, are they gods that have names, or is it just no? They are. What, that's what they're called. That's what they are. They are. They are things that have always been and will always be until there is nothing. Question: mm-hmm. Where did you get the idea to turn this place into order? Quite remember a time when I didn't have this desire. Once, once I had a dream where I created pathways between all reality. And I fell in love with a beautiful woman. And then one of the pathways I created, created a monster. It led to a monster becoming sentient and alive and destroying everything. And he took my lady love. And once I had that dream, I knew that to get my lady love, I must bring order to everything. From my recollection, that sounds really similar to Zalara's vision. Yeah. Um... What if we told you? Zara told us about that, right? I don't. I, I don't think she would have told Siobhan. She, oh, she didn't. I don't. I don't think she told anybody because that happened, and then you immediately fought. We did a lot of running. You fought yeah. Marat Hall. We've been and then, running. Yeah, I don't think anybody uh, but Zara knows that. Uh, um. Okay. I'm. It's, Kim's trying to remember because it's been a few months. <laughs> um. In that vision. I saw Shamhara, right? No, it was a not na, but she was called something else to start with. And she, there was the walker between worlds that came 
and he I was defending her from him and then I once eventually I I couldn't defend her anymore or she went to him or something like that and then she turned into a not and awe and then shit went down and the gods ended up having to sacrifice pieces of themselves to contain her is that basically the story um so to the others in my head I will be like so I turned into a treat once um <laughs> as you do and while I was I had a vision of Shamhara, the god of our world, goddess who is the world. Um, and she showed me this lady, this creature, this god, before things existed. And a walker between worlds came and wooed her, only she didn't want him. And he kept coming back and coming back. And I defended her. And eventually she gave in and went with him or joined with him somehow. And she turned evil. And she, instead of embracing and attempting to grow the world and make it better, the people were turning against her. And we, the, the gods of this world had to sacrifice of themselves to keep her from destroying everything. And so she is currently trapped in a plane between planes tied down by chains linked to pieces of these gods that have sacrificed themselves to keep her. And this is one of those pieces, the heart of Hathor. Do I know of the ones, the chains that have been broken, if that one is broken already? Um, yes, you, you would know that that is broken already. Um, in our world, this the chain that was tied to his heart is already broken. Um, they've freed that much of her, the demons. I'm just going to say it. Um, Kavalian, does the name Tatman mean anything to you? It's familiar. I'm not sure why, but I have a, a deep burning anger as you say that. And so, meanwhile, we'll cut to the Crucian crew. The Spectre King comes to you and says, So you have let the child go now. He should be safe. What are you going to do to free me? And that's where we'll call the episode. Thank you for listening to Season 2, Episode 25, The Child Inside God. That skill challenge could have really gone a hell of a lot worse. If you did enjoy the show, please give us a 5-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps us out a lot. If you would like to support the show and have the means to do so, please sign up on patreon.com forward slash beholders iPod. Make sure to check out our website at www.beholderseyecast.com and follow us on Twitter at beholderseyepod. You can follow Ryan, who plays Dulad, APU, and Usk at DuffDuffTheThird. Ben, who plays Drathen and Garen at Miro4D2. Kim, who plays Rosie and Zalara at MetsGirl. Alex the DM at Alex the DMBE. And you can follow myself, who plays Lynn and Siobhan at Samslot007. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Editing by Sam Canary. Music and effects by Sam Canary. Music from filmmusic.io. Curse of the Scarab by Kevin McLeod. Temple Bells by Lilo Sound. Our story begins by Kevin McLeod. All other effects from zapsplat.com. Please check the show notes for further details.